coming to you from a state that doesn't have DraftKings, something that honestly should be illegal. Uh, it's the DNVR bets daily. Thankfully, we have boots in the ground in the greatest state in the union, Colorado, um, where you can use your DraftKings sportsbook app to bet on sports. Um, something I'm realizing is one of the great luxuries of my life. It really is. It really is. It's uh, just one of those things where now you leave Colorado and uh, you're in a bit of trouble. Now, how far are you from the Pennsylvania border? Because gambling is legal in PA. Well, and they're, they've legalized it here. A bunch of these states are just really screwing this whole thing up. Um, like Oregon being the worst example of this. Oof. They they like, I think they, they partnered with some company who built like kind of like the official website for the state. Almost think of it like the lottery. You know how the lottery mm -hmm. is like controlled by the state. Mm -hmm. um, that's how some of these other places are doing it. And they're just absolutely dropping the ball. Oregon is losing money on sports betting. How is that even possible? Like Figure the house out, never loses <laughs> yep. except for an organ. Somehow the house is losing. Um, that is incredible. So anyways, they, they'll get it figured out. You know, eventually mm -hmm. all 50 states will realize you need DraftKings Sportsbook uh, if you want to be recognized as a legitimate part of the United States of America. <laughs> so true. Um, anyways, I want to start here because there's been a crazy development in uh, Colorado sports futures betting. Mm. Uh, and it surrounds the great Nikola Jokic. Both yeah. of us, un, um, unbeknownst to ourselves, yeah. tweeted yeah. about this this morning because it's it's pretty groundbreaking. Yeah, we've been uh, in the same girls' DMs and we didn't even know it. But uh, that, that's just how we are. You know, we, know, we have the same taste in uh, winning bets, losing bets, and what attracts us about Colorado futures. So go ahead, Ryan. Tell the good people what, what this seismic shift has been in just two days. In just two days. So take you back to uh, the first quarter of the Nuggets-Rockets game mm -hmm. in which I tweeted, Nikola Jokic looks like he's on a mission to average a triple-double, uh, which is something that is all but confirmed at this point. At that point, it was merely a theory. Um, but I'm worried that... Yeah, go ahead. Yoke is not a stat chaser in my mind, but he is a walking double-double. You know, there are walking buckets. Yoke is just, with his touch, his height, his size, in the NBA, the kind of minutes he plays, he's a walking double-double, 10 and 10, just in his sleep. Now, if he's playing like the reincarnation of like... Uh, seven-foot Serbian Steve Nash or the Serbian Magic Johnson, which is really the mode he's in now, then yes, he really is a, a whole other level. I mean, he's more of a triple-double guarantee than probably any other player in NBA history, maybe, when he's playing like this with that kind of pass-first mentality. So at the same time, um, the great Adam Mates, mm -hmm. during that mm -hmm. game tweets mm -hmm. out, I just got Nikola Jokic at plus 2,500 to uh, to win MVP. Mm -hmm. 40 to win 1,040 or something, he said. Mm -hmm. And right then and there, it got on my radar. Uh, I was like, we need to get on this. Yeah. So before it dropped, I got in as well. And 
as early as 8 a.m. yesterday, I believe, is when they update the numbers, just for your guys' own, um, you know, so you know. Um, because I got it. Yes, because I, I was catching a flight yesterday morning, so I was ex- up extra early, and I kind of got lucky that I was looking before they updated it. Um, mm-hmm. So yesterday morning, it shifts from plus 2,500 to plus 1,800. Yep. Which is still good value. I told people, including you, use your twenty percent profit boost mm-hmm. on it, mm-hmm. which you get daily in the NBA, and that'll move it up to like twenty one eighty plus twenty one eighty. Yeah, I believe was the number. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, unfortunately, you did not take my advice. Um, but you know what? That's okay. One triple double later, even in a Nuggets loss, Nicole Jokic now has moved in forty eight hours. From plus twenty five hundred to plus twelve hundred to win NBA MVP, he has the fourth uh, shortest odds, and yeah. he is in there with one hell of a group of players. They have realized, and and we said this before the season. We talked about Nikola Jokic MVP odds before the season started, Dre. You did, and we said, well, he'd have to average a triple double. He was always 2,500. Why am I thinking 2,200? The Nuggets were 2,200 to win the chip. He was always 2,500 even earlier in the, like to start the year, right? No, I think the Nuggets were plus 2,000 to win the ship and he was plus 2,200. Right. That's what I thought too. So it, the first couple games, he actually, the odds get better. And then in the last 48 hours, they've plummeted. Yes, exactly. Uh, and, this is a crazy shift. Like for this big of a shift in the first four games of a season tells you DraftKings is very worried about this as a possibility. On a player on a one in three team. Exactly. Which is where I was kind of playing possum thinking, well, maybe I can get this back down because yes, it's an individual award, but as we know, it, it matters a lot how your team is doing. Obviously, Vegas not concerned in the slightest of this uh, early struggles from the Nuggets, who, you know, were right there with the, I'm not even going to talk about it, the stupid Kings, um, and would be, you know, three and one if not for that. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. And I think, I mean, it's it's basically what you forecasted was there's a chance he just averages a triple-double and then he can't be denied. Yeah, uh, quickly in the comments here, Nick Kendall says, odds of the Pac-12 doesn't win another bowl game. Well, there only is one other team playing in a bowl game. It's Oregon. So pretty uh, And So, yeah, and who are they playing again? Oh, Iowa State. Matt Campbell's uh, fighting Cyclones. Brock Purdy, a legend in your Madden League, Ryan. Yes, Brock Purdy is a well-known name in the Madden League. Um, so Vegas yeah, thinks... They're they're a dog. They're a dog. So yeah, there's a good chance that Oregon doesn't or that the Pac-12 doesn't win a bowl game. Period. Yep, exactly. Um, okay. So with the Jokic stuff, I guess the question is, Dre, would you would you still take it? Or would you advise people to still take it? At this point, I'm just waiting for that bet. Um I'd need it in the like plus four thousands for Yoke to average a triple double the entire season. At this point, I'm just waiting for that. You're waiting for them to offer a prop. Yeah. Uh. Well, it would not be plus four thousand. 
No, it'd he's, be probably shorter odds than this MVP, honestly. Yeah, I was going to say, it'll probably be like plus 600. Um, <sighs> he's averaging a triple-double. Like, he's got so... The only thing that I worry about is rebounds because it's just he doesn't enjoy rebounding. But he just... He luck rebounds find him. He doesn't have to find them. He's a walking double double. The points or rebounds not even a concern. If the if he can keep this up assist wise, forget it. Uh, it's yeah. kind of crazy. Durant, then, you were saying Durant is the only real concern. You're no longer scared of Doncic, and I'm not really scared of Giannis. Like this, this just isn't Giannis's year. He's not going to win back to back to backs. They've got Drew Holiday. They added help. They're not going to need to lean on him as heavily in the regular season. And in general, I expect the Bucks to kind of take a little bit of a step back. They don't. They've realized winning seventy games in the regular season means nothing. So they're. I think they're playing more of the long game. I'm worried about KD just because it's a great narrative. Oh, incredible! Uh, and he is that good. So yeah, that's the big fear. Well, and in right. New York, I mean, that matters. Right, of course. Yeah, it really does matter. Um, but if Jokic keeps doing this and the Nuggets get it together defensively, um, you know, the, the assi- like leading the league in assists while averaging a triple double is just going to be insane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's start getting into this college football preview as that is the headline of the show. There is a lot to look at here. So uh, obviously, the next couple of days, college football heaven mm-hmm. uh so where yeah, do you want to start dre i think we got to start with the big one today florida taking on oklahoma uh florida will be missing its two best playmakers on offense uh Kadarius tuny and cal pitts but cal trask will be there which is huge for one i love the over in this one hmm. 64 and a half it's almost it, it's almost cheesy um it's so nice i I would have set this at like 70 um and i think you know there is some concern with florida missing those playmakers but the way they operate the way dan mullen's got that offense going i'm not too worried about it even if tooney and pitts aren't there so i kind of love the gators and i love the over i think it's tony but your point stands um oh maybe kyle pitts isn't playing though since the gators are now by seven let me get that the gators are seven point underdogs so i doubt I doubt that that Kyle Pitts is playing. Um, if he is, take the seven. Yeah, that's for sure. So, oh, you said, did you mean Trask? Yeah. I think he's definitely playing. Jeez, man. And that's but, what really killed me about the buffs yesterday was, um, you know, all those last second... That's why it seemed like they had such a nice advantage over over Texas because they were missing all those guys. But no, I mean, I mean, it's not just uh, Tony and Pitts. It's Trevon Grimes, their other leading wide receiver. But still, Oklahoma, yeah. they haven't impressed me much this year. They haven't. Um, but Kyle Trask, I guess this is this is the ultimate test for Kyle Trask uh, in terms of his NFL potential. Yeah. Because if he goes out there and balls without all those guys who everyone has kind of been attributing his success yeah. to, yeah, then he's going to really open some eyes. Yeah, and I mean, Oklahoma kind of playing with house money, you know, even though they're the big favorites. They've got a young up-and-coming team. This was a down year, but I fully expect them to be back next year. And 
you know, usually these things work where you set up that momentum for next year with a nice marquee bull win. Um, and I think that's what Vegas is expecting here. But I'm, I'm happy to go the other way and say, no, I think if their quarterback has decided to put it all on the line and play in this game, I think the Gators are going to be up for this. And I think they'll play well. All right. Uh, well, yeah, to me, the answer to this comes down to do you believe in Kyle Trask? In college, I certainly do. I really okay. do. Yeah. All right. Uh, another one. To, uh, no, that's tomorrow. Tomorrow you've got um, Mississippi State, Tulsa, Ball State, San Jose State. Yeah. Um, I think San Jose State covers that easy. Um, that's yeah. nine and a half for San Jose State. I like them a lot there. Yeah, and I'm um, seeing no opt-outs by them. Again, this feels almost cheesy because, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like that a lot. And then there's also Army West Virginia. Are you interested in that? Yeah. I'm yeah, interested yeah. in the under. Um, if, uh, you know, Army controls the clock, I think the under could be real juicy there. All right. Let's move into New Year's Day then. Uh, yeah. And it starts with Georgia and Cincinnati, hmm. uh, which – this is Cincinnati can call themselves national championship uh, national champions if they win this one. Yeah, it's the um, old coastal game. Yep, coastal couldn't get it done, so only one more chance for a national champion. Man, so many directions to go in, similar to the game we just talked about, where motivations are going to be a big part of this. Since he wants to play big, Georgia's missing all their best players. Um, but Georgia, I mean, some of their best players like Monty Rice, Eric Stokes, those guys are opting out. Um, but Georgia has been better once they made the change at quarterback with JT Daniels. They just didn't play many marquee games, so that's kind of gone unnoticed. But I don't know. I feel like we see this every year. There's the big, the one good G5 team going against like a big 12 you know a blue blood program that's like well this bowl really means nothing we had higher aspirations and they don't really show up plus they have uh you know they have a full squad uh, as opposed to georgia and yet the dogs are six and a half point favorites cincinnati almost feels too easy but i gotta go cincy i love that defense i think they're well coached and i think uh they can hang enough uh, against the dogs worst unit and then the dogs are missing enough guys on defense to where they can cover here. this is uh and so you like you want to keep the points you don't want the money yeah. line yeah this one is one of those ones where you're gonna know quickly whether or not you made the right decision in my opinion yeah uh i'm talking like first drive on either side of the game you're gonna know what if you made the right decision or not because What's going to happen here is either since he's going to be able to hang and you're going to see it yep. or the trenches of Georgia doesn't, I mean, as you saw with Texas last night, certain times, it doesn't matter who was in there. It's a four star from the South uh, and you put them in there and they might just dominate the trenches. And I can't remember what game it was last year. <sighs> who was it? It might've been, Oklahoma. Someone played UCF, I think, in one of these games. Um, and UCF's one I'm thinking back to a couple years. Yeah, this a couple times. They did it to Auburn the year they went undefeated. They did it to Baylor in the Fiesta when Blake Bortles was there. 
So UCF is the perfect team that's like, man, I've seen this before, and I'm a little skeptical about Georgia. Be motivated to show up here. Yeah, that's interesting. I feel like I bet on one of these teams last year, and they got just eviscerated. I can't remember who it was. It might have been too. Baylor, but that, that they don't really count. But it, maybe it just felt like them. Um, they felt like a G five team. Um, yeah, kind of. Okay, so we like Cincinnati. Uh, Ron yeah. Pablo in the comments asking uh, if you like the over. It's fifty and a half. It's a pesky one. You know the thing is. So as you were saying, the Texas game is a good lesson because even though Georgia's missing guys, in some cases, it's almost better to be missing guys when we talk about motivations, right? Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, that veteran who's already got an eye towards the NFL is probably better off opting out. But that sophomore five-star who's you know only seen snaps in nickel now really gets to start the whole game and showcase his talent and he gets Cincy as opposed to Bama to do it against and uh you know they start to flash and make big plays um honestly i kind of like the over here but and it's counterintuitive because the defenses are the strengths of both these teams yeah man i don't know i don't know i i'm unconfident in the over under there the total is a bit of a stay away for me as well you probably are hoping for dysfunction on Georgia's offense if you're picking Cincy in the first place. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So, n- not really strong leans there. I kind of want to just take Cincy just for the fun of it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, can't fault you for that. Auburn and Northwestern. <sighs> this feels cheesy. It it feels super cheesy on what. On the Northwestern side. Northwestern minus three and a half feels cheesy. I don't know. It's like an SEC school taking on Northwestern. I know, but the SEC school just fired their coach. What I'm saying is, yes, the three and a half does feel like the cheese. You're you're thinking Northwestern is is a way better football team than Auburn this year. Um, And that's why it feels cheesy because, well, that feels obvious, which makes it feel cheesy because yeah, you're put, yeah. they're taking on an SEC team. Like we just mentioned, four and five star dudes from the South in the trenches. That always scares me. Right. Mm. I know this one's a really tough one for me, too. And I mean, Northwestern's missing some guys as well. First team, all conference corner, and Greg Newsome, um, their second leading wide receiver. And they just don't convince me. Um, and I almost wonder if Auburn's the cheese here. Because Auburn, a significantly worse team than Northwestern, though they've played twice as many games. Um, I hate it, but I need to take a couple picks that I hate. This is college football. Expect the unexpected. I'm I'm going to go with the hook and take the plus three and a half on Auburn. Hate it, though. Hate it. I don't like any players no. that Auburn has. No. Um. Yeah, you know who I like is Anthony Schwartz. Their speedy wide receiver opted out. So there you go. Um, I don't even want to. I don't want to bet on that game. Uh, it just doesn't. There's nothing good there. There you go. If I thought that was an option, I would have said the same. Frankly, now we get to the good stuff. Beautiful. Leading off the slate in the semifinals, 
Notre Dame and Alabama. Alabama has moved all the way to 20-point favorites in this game. 20-point favorites in a college football semifinal game. Yeah. At this point, like, just give them a first-round bye. They're just... Oh, man, they are baiting you to take Notre Dame plus 20. They are, and that's why I'm taking Alabama. Notre Dame is the cheese. 100%. 100%. I mean, this is a... It's a wheel of cheese you can see from miles away. Like, this is... And my my stupid human brain lo- loves the Irish. Loves the Irish. I think that defense is being underrated. I think Ian Book against the lesser uh, Bama defense can make some plays and do some stuff. I think they're they can actually hold up against the tre- in the trenches. Um, but they're so cheesy. I I have to go Alabama, and we see this every year. There's one national semifinal that's a blowout by midway through the second. And then there's one that's a close, fun game. And if I were to, as Vegas is telling us, this is the blowout. The next one will be the closer one. So here's the bet for you, because no one likes to lay 20 points in a big game like this. Ah, uh, yes. The bet is the first half. Alabama minus 10 and a half. Um, that's a yeah. lock. That's my lock of the weekend. It's a lot, and it's also, I don't disapprove of it as your lock of the weekend. I just think, I just think they're going to get shredded. I think that, that Alabama is going to score whenever they want. So far, they've done that to everyone this season. It hasn't even mattered if they've missed arguably the best wide receiver in the country in uh, Jalen Waddle. Also, we have a profit boost where if you place a $25 bet on an underdog on a bull game today, you will get a $10 free bet in return. I would take the Gators since it has to be one of the games today. Yep. Easy breezy. Get your $10 free bet, throw it on Jokic MVP. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Okay. Um, Ohio State Clemson. Ohio State and Clemson. I don't know why my app just refreshed and I lost my spot. Um, Ohio Clemson. State and Clemson is no. Ohio State is is fraudulent in my opinion. It's so weird. All of these teams, except for Notre Dame, if this is the worst Ohio State, this is the worst Alabama, this is the worst Clemson defense I've seen in easily the last four years. But that's a super conservative estimate. It might be closer to like eight years. Um, so yeah, it's hard to gauge these programs really based on that. And I, I loved Ohio State coming into the year, but I agree. I mean, they're looking fraudulent. Justin Fields is really um, regressing significantly. I mean, their run game had to save them against Northwestern. Now, I wouldn't read too much again in that Northwestern game where you know you you you're expected to blow them out. And everything less is going to be criticized. But that said, I think uh, Trevor Lawrence takes over here and Clemson covers the seven pretty handily. I think so too. Yeah. I really do. I just don't, 
I I hope honestly that Justin Fields plays amazing and we get like an incredible duel of QB one versus QB two. Um, even though I'm not convinced uh, Justin Fields is QB two right now, but if he plays that well, he will be QB two. Yeah. Um, I feel pretty confident in that. I hope that happens. I just I really don't think it's going to. Uh, yeah. Justin Fields is just out of sorts. It seems like when I watch him play yeah. right now, he's not confident. I don't know why. Yes. Um. But he's going to have a hard time gaining confidence in this game. He's not pulling the trigger. He's not processing quickly enough. And you're right. It'll be nice to see these two former Georgia preps really battle it out. Um, that's what I hope will happen. Rarely does what I hope will happen happen. Uh, you know, just just got to look into the future and uh, and think that through. 66 and a half is the total. Kind of love the over in the Notre Dame game if you think Bama's going to blow them out by 20 plus. Uh, this one, man, that number seems right on the money. Um, if you think Ohio State can battle and keep it a little closer, I'd go under. If you think, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that number's just about right. If you like Clemson, you might be leaning over, but I wouldn't pound the table for it for sure. All right. Anything else that uh, you wanted to point out here? I know you. Oh, there was a hundred percent profit boost. That's college, college basketball. basketball. <clears throat> yep, that's yep. college basketball. Do we want to cover the January second? Because that's still before we'll be back for our next show, right? Is it? Oh, because January second is a weekend. Yeah, that's Saturday. Sure. So, what do we got on the second? Oregon, Iowa State. You like the Ducks? With four, maybe. With four, maybe. I think it might be a close game. I like that, too. Um, on, I, I don't get the love for Iowa State. I think, talk about fraudulent. Um, Well-coached, decent team. that they, they compete at all levels, uh, but I don't think they can hang too much. Would have loved North Carolina plus seven and a half going against Texas A&M. Texas A&M feels like a classic letdown, right? They're the fifth seed. They didn't even get into the SEC championship. They're they're just let down, but they also have something to prove because this program's kind of on the come up. So hard to gauge. North Carolina, unfortunately, you know, their their star, um, you know, their stars aren't playing. Chaz Surratt on defense and Michael Carter on offense. Their their stud running back isn't gonna be there. So uh I don't know. I'll be sprinkling North Carolina plus seven and a half, but that's about it. It's a bummer. That's yeah. a bummer. Yeah. Um just because I really like, I wanted to watch more Surratt. Mm -hmm. I know he's he's exciting. Yeah. Um, okay, all right, hundred percent profit boost. College basketball tonight. Uh, college basketball. The only thing I won yesterday in a classic fade my own thoughts parlay of taking Clemson minus one over ranked FSU, and uh, thanks to Justin Michael, Iowa minus eleven. Northwest ranked Northwestern plus eleven was so cheesy. Uh, I can't believe I considered them. Thank you to Justin for talking me off that ledge. Today, we really like in a matchup of undefeated SEC teams, put that Hundy Profi boost on Tennessee minus four. Tennessee minus four is... You with me? The, the, la the, the first college basketball line I've seen all year that I loved. Oh, boy. Well, uh, I've been thinking of a new rule where 
if you sound overly confident about something, I just fade it. Fair enough. So yeah. go ahead, put it on the other side. <laughs> Damn it all, Ryan. I want to bet Tennessee now. I'm I'm not saying I, I'm confident. that confident in it. I'm just saying it's the first one I've seen all year that wasn't, you know, the buffs or anything like that where I was just like, oh, that's a good line. I'll say this. Missouri's undefeated. They're also ranked in the top 15, and they're at home. They're basically begging you to take the Tigers plus four. We've seen Tennessee. They are a formidable squad. They're deep. They're athletic. They're really good defensive, and they've got some offensive skill to that team as well. Love the Vols here. Kind of underrated yeah. right now. In the SEC with Kentucky being so poor, Tennessee might be uh, you know, head and shoulders above the rest. I think so too, but you know, I'm not allowed to like things anymore around no. here, I guess. <laughs> you are. I just don't want you to get crazy, okay? Don't get crazy, Ryan. All right, I'm not getting crazy. I just really <laughs> like the line. <laughs> All right, uh, NFL. Right, right. We gotta do the NFL. Let's do it quick though. Yes, yes. Guess the line. NFL, NFL week 17 is not, um, that is what I like to call better's hell. Lots of landmines to navigate. I, uh, I definitely had to watch a couple playoff picture videos to get, to get familiarized with everything that's at well, and stake. Don't, and don't even like all of a sudden everyone's going on IR. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Mason Rudolph's playing in like kind of a key playoff game in the AFC. Right. Um, the Browns just had to shut down their facility today because of oh, COVID. Man. Andre, this is a literal minefield. The bowl games we just previewed were like that too. I'm so. That's why like, oh, if I had God. to tell you, if you could only bet on one thing this weekend and this isn't like breaking news, but just bet on the college football playoff. Like you can be yeah. confident in everything that happens in those two semifinal games is in the best interest of winning the game. It's true. It's true. If there's one thing we can trust all this, it's Dabo Sweeney and Nick Saban to have yeah. their teams prepared and kick some ass. Um, you are correct about that, but there are really truly like zero certainties. And uh, I hate it, Ryan. I absolutely hate it. Uh, so but let's, let's start. With Cleveland and Pittsburgh, Mason Rudolph starting at quarterback. Remember, this was what happened last year with Mason Rudolph starting the helmet swing and all that. There's going to be some bad blood out there on that field. It's insane that they would start him. Um, if you had to handicap this with Cleveland at home, what would you say this is at? Cleveland has no chance of covering the 10 here. Um, <laughs> none at all. They are the Cleveland Browns. Um, oh, this will be painful for their fans whether they win or lose. There's just no two ways about it. There's no chance in hell that the Cleveland Browns, with the with their season on the line, dealing with COVID nineteen, oh. have an easy breezy win over the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm sorry if I'm too confident, Andre. I know how the forces of the universe work. If they win, it will be excruciating for them. On no now when they're when they're kind of crazy theories, I love the confidence. Okay. Um it's like it's like fave confidence that I, I'm very skeptical of. This I love though. This I love. 
you telling me like go all in with the Browns playoff hopes on the line, go all in on plus 10 with Mason Rudolph. I'm like, where do I sign? Finally, a theory I can get behind here. This is like in order for Cleveland to win this game by more than 10 points, the forces of the universe have to shift. Truly. I mean, truly. Now, there was that whole eclipse thing the other day where the two planets crossed each other. Right. Um, So the forces of the universe could have shifted. Could have shifted then, but if that was the case, the buffs wouldn't have gotten blown out by Texas. I was going to say, right. yeah. So I think we're safe here. Um, I think Cleveland wins, but yeah. in the most brownie ways ever, painfully yeah. awful for their fans. Like I maybe they go down fourteen mm-hmm. zero um, because of like a Baker Mayfield pick six, uh, and I mean Browns fans are just in a state of panic when you do this when you like think through what is gonna be the post-game scenario like what is the torture people will be put through i don't think you've been wrong once this year when you when you do these breakdowns so i'm i'm like all in i'm like three units deep (laughs) into the steelers plus three already or plus 10 i'm sorry I do. I'm a big believer in the forces of the universe. The forces yeah. of the universe will not let them win this easily. Hundred percent. All right, Ravens, Bengals, um, Ravens minus thirteen. Um, Broncos fans really want the Bengals to win um, because it will help them move up a spot in the draft. But uh, <laughs> it's probably not happening. Uh, we know Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Feasts on bad teams. That's this what. Is- that's his thing. This is what Lamar does. He's going to cover this. But they're they're blowing him out by twenty. Easy, easy, easy. Would you see? We don't. I don't do um, double digit on uh, favorites. You can't. Lamar though is an exception to that rule. I've said it before. He is really. I might just like throw this into a parlay with a little home cooked tease on there, just to get it into the single digits. Mm, mm. Okay. Okay. I like it. Um, other games with playoff implications somehow, some way, Dallas versus New York uh, is a playoff game uh, or a playoff play-in game for Dallas. They need yeah. to win, and Washington needs to lose. Right? Does Washington have the tiebreaker? Correct. Yes, I believe that's right. But I'm going to double check for you right here. Whoever wins this game, yeah, yeah. Has- Washington has the tiebreaker. Whatever team gets into the playoffs has made a colossal mistake. Um, so the Cowboys should just lose this game and get the hell out of there. They won't because the Red Rocket is feeling Slinging it. it. And uh, so. Don't they feel like the one team that wants to win, though? They do. Yep. And that's why I think they're probably going to win this one. Oh. Okay, I was going to go the other way. They'll lose. Washington should want to lose, but will win, and they'll make it in because they're the hot defense. Um, But I do expect Philadelphia to be favored. I haven't looked at these lines yet. Oh, no, Washington's favored. I'm surprised by that. Yeah, I mean, they have something to play for. I know, but Jalen Hurts. I mean, I wouldn't overreact too much to that one loss. Like, the Eagles... 
have something at quarterback. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been years since a, a guy took snaps at quarterback in the NFL that I'd basically never heard of. Taylor Heineke? Yeah. yeah. Uh, is- I think that Alex might, might have a chance to play in this one. Uh, you should hope so. If you're putting, if you're laying, laying two points on the on the former skins, I would do that big time. You know, yeah. Do that. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see Stephen Montez. There was a chance there, but some guy you've never heard of usurped him, which is tough scene for him. Could you imagine Stephen Montez starting in a home playoff game <laughs> in like a week? Um, insane, insane. Okay, uh, other playoff implications. You know what I love, and this is another rule breaker, but I think the exception, well, maybe it doesn't because they've already clinched that first overall pick. So how do you feel about Colts minus 14 against the Jags? The Jags are like, they're going to play so free. Right. They made sure they lost last week, but now that burden's kind of left them. I don't think they were thinking about it, honestly, sure, ever, sure. but it wow. existed in the universe. Yeah. Right. And uh, now it doesn't. I also have a weird feeling about Texans plus seven and a half against the, uh, uh, the Titans. My note is anything over Texans plus three and a half, I'm hammering. Oh, like it is significantly over there. They'll lose this, but they won't lose it by more than three. That's the Texans' way. That's their way of life. You know, seven and a half is the line, and that is beautiful. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, that's beautiful. What about Packers Bears? Bears win this. They're in. Uh, Packers still fighting for some seeding here. You know, the fighting Trubisky's have uh, have turned this around in a massive way. Aaron Rodgers was born to crush mm. the hopes and dreams of Bears fans. Um, he, I mean, truly, truly, yes. that's that's his purpose on Earth is that. That's why he was put here. Uh, yeah. So g- give me the five. Give me whatever. He, the Packers buy a lot. They've got some Rams vibes or some Ravens vibes to them to where like if there's a lesser team, they're blowing them out often. And then the other true play in game is uh cards Rams cards Rams two coaches with a fade to uh, John Wolford is starting at quarterback for the Rams and no Cooper cup. Woof. How are the Rams just plus one then? I don't know because the fighting Kyler Murray's have been kind of a mess lately. Yeah. Man. I think that the, uh, the Rams defense like completely shut him down last time too. Yeah. But that's when Kyler was in a slump, right? And not running the ball. Cause something was up, even though they weren't telling us. I like the cards, but not that much. To be honest, like I, I'm not super confident in it. Yeah, and I guess the Rams are playing for their playoff lives, so that's kind of the thinking here. Though, of course, if 
if the Bears lose, they they actually will get in just fine, no problem. Mm. How beautiful is this? Is oh right, and Kyler is also banged up, as Austin just uh, posted. Right. We haven't heard yet uh, whether he's playing or not, so that's something to keep an eye on. Um, that's why we don't have the total for this one. Yes, obviously we got to talk Raiders Broncos. Yeah. Um, I feel the same way about this one as I did last week. The Broncos should the best interest in the Broncos is losing. Yeah. So they will win. Yeah, but last week they lost. I know. Well, it was going to happen one of these two weeks. I too was convinced they would win. Um but I don't know. I mean, I'm seeing the injury report. I think the Broncos are kind of playing pulling like sometimes front offices step in and say actually take this starter out, take that starter out, take, you know, we're going to make Doesn't sure matter. the odds are stacked against you. Doesn't matter. Mar- Mariota playing with uh, house money. Hmm. Okay, last I like that. Mari- last time Mariota played the Broncos, he didn't score any points. Was that the last start he had as a Texan Titans? Yeah, yeah. They ended his career yeah. in Tennessee, yeah. Yes. <sighs> Crazy. Um. Jeez. Well, I like that we disagree. I'll take the Raiders. You take the Broncos. That's fine. Uh, Dolphins, Buffalo, another basically like, you know, Buffalo still playing for that two seed, which they'll probably get if you really think the Brownies win. And then Miami is in this like five team race for, uh, you know, for those final three, four spots in the AFC. They need to win to keep Indianapolis out. Um so, I mean, this is a big game in the AFC East, and I'm really surprised that Buffalo is just a one-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Is that cheese, then? Well, yeah, it is cheese, but is there... Like, are they sitting Josh Allen out? Uh, I know they're not. I mean, they haven't said anything about that yet, so... They should be playing pretty hard to get that two seed. That's really important. Yeah. Um, but then why is Vegas telling me that in a neutral field, the Dolphins would be a one and a half point favorite over the Bills, who look amazing? And why, you know, this is saying if this game was played in Miami uh, on January 3rd, the Dolphins would be four and a half point favorites. I'm to believe that. Unless I missed something this morning about Josh Allen not playing, I have no, not you're seen right. anything about it. Um, I googled it too. So I mean, the Bills are the stinkiest cheese on the slate here. The question is, and they also haven't been playing the best football of anyone in the NFL right now. Incredible football, and the Dolphins have a full-blown quarterback controversy on their hand, essentially. That they brought upon themselves and have lost, you know, all their best playmakers are kind of banged up and not really playing well. Dude, have you seen Josh Allen's stats? No, he's been insane. I've seen him play. His arm is maybe the livest arm in the NFL now. And that's saying something with how Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers are playing, which, by the way, what's he to win the MVP? He's not going to do it. He doesn't have enough time, I don't think. But. Plus thirteen hundred. No, I mean we're at we're at the finish line now. Rogers is the favorite. That's Mahomes. Crazy. Mahomes lost it. He, he's out of the race. Last two weeks he lost it. Last three weeks he hasn't been good. Yeah. Um, Josh Allen 
43 t- total touchdowns to nine interceptions. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's Absolutely pretty crazy. insane. Okay. Anything else you wanted to touch on here uh, on the NFL side of things? Obviously, we'll, we will have a tailgate um, for the game, so we'll be able to talk a little more in depth. Yeah, good thing for the tailgate because uh, that'll allow us to kind of brush up on any latest news. But I think there's some intriguing lines out there in the NFL, and I think you might want to jump on some of these sooner rather than later um, because I think maybe maybe Vegas is playing a little possum and thinking that Buffalo could rest some players I don't really expect that. I don't expect it either. I I really think that they win that game convincingly. And I mean, having the two seed does matter. Having home field advantage over the Steelers, over the Titans, that does matter. It matters quite a bit, especially because you're hoping if you're one of those teams that KC gets upset. Mm Mm-hmm. Before you get to the AFC Championship, exactly. Right, exactly. And you want to be able to host that. So anyways, Mm. all right. Well, we will touch back with you guys uh, on the tailgate to go over all the injuries or IR situations or anything like that. Um, Of course, if you want to get in on any of this, you got to go over to DraftKings Sportsbook, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app, and get in on your sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Right now is the best time I've ever seen to get in on DraftKings. They are giving out insane things every yeah. single day. Yeah. 100% profit boost, 200% profit boost, free bets, the, this, that, the other thing. And you can always get that $1,000 sign-up bonus when you use the code DNVR at sign-up. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match. Each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25x playthrough and restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Code is DNVR. Do not miss out. Get in right now. There's probably going to be awesome stuff for the college football playoff, awesome stuff for the NFL Week 17. NFL playoffs, I assume, is going to be awesome. So if you've been waiting, now is your time to get in. Uh, And, Dre, this will be our last show um, before that tailgate. So – uh, everyone, hope you took your notes, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see you with a big old bankroll on Sunday morning. Happy New Year's, Tim. To-